Disney Plus is bringing us an amazing December lineup. Spawn fans of the world rejoice. A reboot is coming. A reboot is coming. And did John Boyega just pull a Tom Holland? All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. Scissors, 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 scissors. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Miss Puss, do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. You are listening to the Geek Underground episode number 43. As always, here with Dadpool. Hi! And that's Trash Panda. <laughs> and to all of those listening in America, a belated happy Thanksgiving. For those of you that are in the UK, I guess that the closest it can kind of relate to festivals is your autumn. Isn't there an autumn festival or mm. a some well, kind we of. Have- Guy Fawkes. Well, no, but I thought you have some kind of like harvest festival. Is it called the Harvest Festival? Yeah. And isn't that kind of what Thanksgiving, I guess, is your closest comparison yeah, would be? Yeah, but we eat food that's edible and not food that's just covered in sugar and marshmallows. So, yeah. Okay, one dish. We have one dish that is covered in marshmallows, and it is an amazing dish. Sweet potato casserole. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when it's kind of got like a British wonderful, people, if you've oh, never so had good. Thanksgiving, it's basically like Willy Wonka tried to make a roast Whatever. dinner. There's one meal. There's one dish. Sugar in one everything. dish. Okay. Sweet potatoes in America. You kind of put some, you know, butter and brown sugar on them anyways. That's all it is. And then you just toast a few marshmallows. Now you kind of went overboard. You put like an entire packet of marshmallows on this tiny little sweet potato casserole. And it, it looked like, I mean, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was blowing up out of the top of this thing. You're supposed, they're supposed to be kind of a garnish. You don't just completely make it obliterated with them. So that was you going in the wrong direction. No, because that's what I've seen on all of the all of the recipes, which were from America, by the way, all said the amount of grammage to what I had done. So you I did what I was ridiculous. told. Now, but and then your country, though, how about this? Instead of actually taking the wonderful holiday that Thanksgiving is. Right. It's just it's, it's the holiday where there's no pretenses, no presents come together as a family and let's enjoy this instead oh, of taking oh, that. Hold on, what minute. do you take? You take Black Friday of the things you could take from that. You don't yeah. take this wonderful okay. holiday. You hold take Black Friday. Hold on. Hold on. Does America really have Thanksgiving anymore? Because I'm pretty sure it's football and Black Friday and Black Thursday now. Well, hold on, because hold on. Because all of the Black Friday sales now start on Thursday at Thanksgiving. They don't actually start on Friday anymore. Wait. And then all day, including Wait. while we're eating dinner, he decides to put the football on. You have to have the football no, game you on. Do yes, not. you do. In football. fact, I find that quite offensive that you decide it was a good 
good idea to put a TV show on while we're eating, especially as listeners. He tells our children off for that on a regular basis. Don't be watching a show while you're eating. That's not right. Don't watch shows at the table. Exactly. But the thing and is, though. And then you did it again last oh, night. They, they, it was, it was the, the Niners and the and the, uh, the Ravens. That's I different. I don't care. Um, no, it's not. No, but, okay, I don't usually do that. But Thanksgiving, it's different. Thanksgiving, you have the football on in the background. That's just what you do. Okay, that's what you do as an American. You have the even if you're not watching it, it's just there. It's like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. You just have it on whether you're watching it or not. That's what you do. Okay, so children, now you know that um, if he's ever around the house, you're allowed to watch TV while uh, you're eating. That is not because, what I'm saying. Because it's okay. Because it, it might one be day important. A year. It one might be day as, a year. It wasn't one day though, because you did it last night. Okay, well, two days a year. That that wasn't no. really. No. <laughs> so if you feel that your show is just as important as the silly football is, you are free to watch TV while you eat. Don't listen to Trash Panda. She's setting a bad example. Paul says. She's setting a bad example for hey, you children. Hey, I didn't do it. Don't don't you listen. Did. But I'm not the one that. That's saying that go ahead and do this. That's I'm you not saying the one who's this. a natural hypocrite. So sorry. <sighs> tisk tisk. Come to my help and support me here, people. Thanksgiving and football, Macy's Day Parade. You just have it on. It's all together. All right. But again, back to my initial point, which was happy Thanksgiving. How about that? Okay. How about you wish some people a happy Thanksgiving, Trash Panda? I did, and I did it before you. I did it first. No, like on Facebook. All right, because hey, but, I actually get here, up in the mornings. But here, <gasps> I did it first. All right, so getting how about getting into some of the stuff that we're geeking out about before this turns into a domestic dispute here? Um, we, we we should get moving on. <laughs> um, there's been a, a lot of interesting stuff dropped. Disney Plus, Apple Plus. There's new things. We have all of what Apple. Oh, sorry, all of what Disney is releasing in December. It's got a really cool slate coming up, even though we don't have access to that yet. Um, we've seen some new trailers for movies. Where do you, where do you want to start with this right now, Trash? Um, I, I, I Movies, TV shows, I really don't mind. Okay, roll, roll with it. Actually, let's kind of start pre-TV show and go to a commercial. Did you see that new E.T. Uh, no. Elliot commercial? And I'm not going to watch it because I don't like E.T. Oh, okay, well, that's fair. Um and I would say, how could you be an American? But you're not American. So I guess it works. Um, no, I guess even Steven Spielberg came off for this. It's a four minute spot and it really kind of held true to, to E.T. And I think Spielberg came back and he said, you know what? I'll do this. I don't want to do a movie. You do a movie, you kind of ruin it, right? Because you can definitely new generation. It won't work the same. But he's like, hey, for a little four minute spot, I'll come back. You can't really mess it up. And it was fun. It just showed uh, Elliot has kids now and his kids are like showing E.T. like VR and, and the internet and things like that. And it was just heartwarming. And then his two kids fly the little Amblin, you know, the Amblin logo where they're flying E.T. across the moon from the mm -hmm. side so his two kids do that with et and then he chases after him because they they left without really asking um but it was it was good it was touching it was heartwarming uh you know and elliot's all grown up now he's I'm all sorry et e. looks like a cross between jabba the hut and a pile of poo yeah he, he was never the best looking alien was he, he? is creepy beyond belief there are... give me a gremlin every any day of the week any day of the week okay i'll, I'll give you a mogwai but and they're not aliens though they're they're from this planet you think but did we ever get into the reality of what that was what a mogwai is no all right but you don't know if they didn't come from space yeah but we know et did and we know mogwais came from the pet store we so don't like 
E.T. In fact, I don't think Steven Spielberg has ever made an alien movie that's not ridiculously creepy. Or really awful, because E.T., creepy, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, or the Fourth Kind, oh my gosh, that lead protagonist, what's his name? Mark Brody? No, that's not it. In which movie? Jaws. Uh, Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind. Is that Richard Dreyfuss? Yes. What a horrible man. Well, he was a terrible father. And, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> I'm going off to another planet. Screw you guys. I mean, no. I mean, horrible. And then... He did Taken, and that was kind of that miniseries with Dakota Fanning that was no. well done. I liked Taken. Eh, eh, eh. Well, you just don't like alien movies, though. All right. Uh, that's not true. I don't like the aliens movies at all, and that's fair enough. I have a reason for that, but like... If they're done well and they're not done ridiculously creepy, or even some of them that have been done creepy, I don't mind. It just depends on what it is. Like the Cloverfield Project, the one they did on Netflix was amazing. It was so good and it was very clever. It was a good movie. There's an older one with the guy who does the voice of Ultron. I can't think of his name right now called Alien Hunter. And that one was good. James Spader. Yeah. Um, it's an older movie. It's a kind of a beast sort of movie, but that one was and good. And you like Starship Troopers. All right. Yeah. I don't know who doesn't like Starship Troopers. It's completely <laughs> awful, but it is, it's quite entertaining. I remember when that movie was coming out, there was a year-long buildup, which which back when it was coming out in the 90s, that was way long time. And, and they, the way they were advertising it, it looked so much different than what it was because it was pretty cheesy than when it came out, right? It, it was kind of a corny, weird... Uh, oh, it's all done in like the form of a, like an advertisement for, you know, joining the yeah, propaganda. The it was, yeah, it was all propaganda. like a film propaganda. Yeah. And, and so it just came across a whole lot different than this intense space battle that they were showing in the trailers but and building towards. the thing was is that if you looked at the director, you knew it was going to be, be gory cheesy. and you know, over the top. Yeah. You knew that. So if you weren't looking at who the director was, then you know what? <laughs> Come on. You just, it, he's known for it. So. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, but moving on then the TV, we got Elliot and ET. Okay. We'll move on from that. Uh, Disney plus they've released. Now we're going to get beyond my angst at Disney. I've, I've had a, a couple weeks now to get over my angst at Disney not being released until March in the UK, which makes no sense at all. There's no reason for that. Well, it's the same reason as no they've decided uh, Disney. I am talking to you guys that it is completely pointless to do a Star Wars celebration in Europe anymore. I don't even mind if it's not in England because I'll happily go to Germany. Yeah, somewhere in Europe. Not everybody has the money to go over to London or, uh, no, sorry, over to America the whole time. Do it one over here, one over there, or two. Or, you know At what? least two to one. I don't include, care. Include, you know, there's there's a Disneyland in Hong Kong. So include one in Asia yeah, and do it in a three year. we can't get to that either. I but, know we yeah. can't, <laughs> but you know what? Include it for the other people. It's not all about America. And the fact of the matter is, is that you're going, well, we've got two Disneylands over here and we think we're great and we're not going to bother King and everybody is that, over there. Is that huh? your American accent? I don't care. Is that your huh? <laughs> I mean, in your new movie... Your new Star Wars franchise that everybody's focused on. Let's think. Two main characters, both British. All right. So we have angst at Disney, but they have an awesome lineup of stuff coming out in December. Uh, I mean, of course, we're going to have the next four installments of The Mandalorian. We're getting that Jeff Goldblum one has a couple more episodes in that. Uh, there's actually two new uh, 
cartoon shows, Marvel Rising uh, Chasing Ghosts, which is about Spider-Gwen, and Marvel Rising Hearts of Iron, which is about the the girl that gets kind of Tony Stark's, like Tony Stark kind of bequeaths her with some of this gear and through an AI. And this is where people think that Tony Stark has done the voice um, of the AI that, that Robert Downey Jr. will be actually in that, at least his voice will be. So some cool stuff there, uh, as well as uh, Thor Ragnarok's hitting it, and then a whole bunch of, uh, you know, One Day at Disney. Disney has some documentaries they're doing. Um, some kind of some fun stuff, though. I still want to see the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Uh, it looks hilarious, and I won't be able to watch it unless we get our VPN up and running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've heard nothing but amazing things about The Mandalorian. And right now, Baby Yoda's breaking the internet. So oh, it's, <laughs> gosh. I'm just, I'm so done with not being able to see these shows. It's so ridiculous. It's just driving me up the wall. Um, Apple TV, though, Apple Plus. Yeah. I've got to say so far, not impressed. Yeah, it's just. At all. Like, C hasn't really C panned out for been, me. C has been, oh, no, C's awful. I won't watch anymore. I'm just so done with it already. I mean, we watched the first episode and we thought, all right, we'll watch the second episode, see where we go from here. <laughs> it is dreadful. Yeah. And it's, get- it's got no heart. It's got, I mean, yeah, there's some there's some good acting kind of, but it's it's got no heart, no, no real anything to it. I mean, the story doesn't preclude it being a good series anyway and i understand well we haven't started is it for all mankind is that the that's the one we've still got to we watch. still need to get to that one and that one watched, has been the most acclaimed yeah i've watched the the good morning one that one was what well, was pretty good it was rough but it was pretty good um but yeah c was one of the ones i was excited about because of the premise and they've just dropped the ball on yeah, it that's completely. been disappointing been disappointing now now one as far as streaming services that are kind of going to pick it up uh star trek picard um that one will be airing which is kind of weird it'll be airing on amazon prime uk nice. uh, as opposed to netflix whereas cbs all access has star trek discovery as well and that's on netflix so the fact that they've got two shows on two different streaming it's just kind of weird but still we, we get that one at least when and it'll air within 24 hours uh and, and when it, i believe january 20th let me check my notes here. January 24th. So Friday, January 24th, uh, it will debut 2020 and we'll get it within 24 hours of it airing in the States. Huh. Is that bad? No, I just, I saw a load of stories about it. So I assumed it had already started airing in the States. Hasn't started airing in the States yet. No, it's, it's oh, all okay. coming in, in 2020. Uh, and one of the really cool things I was just reading up on this one is that the writers and the, and the director and Alex Kurtzman, the way they're putting it together is it's not going to be how Star Trek used to be the generation or next generation where it was all kind of self-contained encapsulated, you know, 45 minute episodes. Uh, they, they're essentially writing a 10 hour movie. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to break that up into about, you know, 15, 40 minute episodes or if it's going to be 10 uh, hour episodes each. But so they're writing it as one long story arc, which I love that kind of storytelling. And that's how Star Trek Discovery has been. That's how that's why I love the MCU, because it's just one massive arc. And so to see this as well as one large arc and they're supposed to even have a their second season approved shortly because they want more time to tell this story. They're really excited to get that one out there, get mm. that one going. So I'm excited. I'm a Patrick Stewart fan. Yeah, Patrick Stewart no, I'm is. Ex- I'm excited uh, about that one. Uh, super one excited. That I'm super super angry about is I just finished watching The Good Place. This was their final season. Got to season four. Did it not end well? Did it? Oh my gosh! Okay, you can't give away too much I here. I screamed at the laptop. Wait, I'm is that what I think? Joking. I was taking a shower or something, yeah. and I heard you scream. And, and I screamed <laughs> at it because I was like, "You did not just do that!" Oh, and I, I could not that. believe how really awful. 
they've done this. I mean, it was it was horrific how All they right. ended that. I'm like, seriously, people, do not watch season four. Just don't. So just, so just take your... Just if you, if you love the show and you don't want that love destroyed, stick with the first three seasons. It, it's made me so angry. Oh, it was such a good I, show, oh too. Oh, my gosh. It was a brilliant show. But that good last place. episode, I was like, what the living crap were you thinking? Oh. I mean, seriously, so furious. Tell me how you feel, Trash Pen. How do you really oh, feel I about know. it? This, this, this I know you're sugarcoating livid. it right now, but how? <laughs> seriously livid. Seriously livid. Oh my livid. goodness, that's terrible. I mean, uh, I don't know. So, so what has been one of your favorite endings of a TV program? Then, Did you like the way, like, I know you loved Battlestar Galactica. Did you like that ending, how yeah. that one finished off? And um, I wrapped it. Well, actually, the one we, uh, my dad and I finished last night, we watched the BBC War of the Worlds. Okay. Really different take to how a lot of, like, the really awful American one, <clears throat> Tom Hanks, you suck. Not Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm like, wow, no. Tom, Sorry, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks is a legend. We love you. Come on, yes. Tom Cruise, you suck. Um, because wow. let's face it, H.G. <laughs> Wells is what? Oh, he's British. And the story was written by, oh, the British. And it was set in, oh, England. So you can't make an American version. Why not? It didn't work. It, it was rubbish. So. Okay, I think it British could version. work. No, it didn't. It could work. It didn't work. But it could work. But it didn't. <laughs> it could work. Did not work. Just because it didn't work doesn't mean it doesn't work. Didn't work. Needed to be made properly. Stop trying to Americanize it. Doesn't need to be Americanized. It's British. Don't start Americanizing. Hey, we Americanized the office and made it phenomenal. <sighs> and Ricky Gervais still made it phenomenal. Had, was the showrunner still made it phenomenal? In any case, <laughs> War of the Worlds. It when. You know, I wasn't sure where it was going with there's a very duality, dual sort of sidedness to it because you have kind of two stories, one in the past and one in the present going on. And you kind of wonder how they're going to like wrap it up. And it was completely unexpected how they wrapped it up because I was kind of like, huh, maybe this one's just not going to go anywhere. And it's just kind of like how it might have happened. But honestly, the build-up was great. The the aliens that they used were really cool. I mean, I know it's the BBC. I know that they've not got... I mean, they've got... They're well-funded. Let's put it that way. But the, yeah, They're funded by the government. How were they... Yeah, they have to be well-funded. Well, no, they're funded by the TV licensing well, yeah, and everything still, else. But anyway... They are government-run things. So. Um, but the uh, CGI was good. Um, it was effective. They The acting was good. It was just an all-round brilliant show. And I don't care how many reviews you saw on that. There are probably people who've seen the Tom Cruise one and gone, oh, it's nothing like that. Well, maybe you should actually pick up a book and read it <laughs> yeah. because you might then understand why the Tom Cruise one was dreadful. Yeah. Because this one was so intelligent. And it was nice to see, even though she's not actually in the book, um, Eleanor Tomlinson's uh, character does not feature in the book at all. It's only about George and the scientist, which I think is Ogilvy. Um, but they added this um, female character in. And she, I mean, it's it's right around the turn of the century. This is time when women were still very much, you are the person, you stay in the house, you don't do anything. 
This is a woman who's got a degree. She's intelligent. She's a scientist. She's got her own mind. She's pregnant and she's she's basically leading the charge here and she's doing what she needs to do. Yeah. And it was a really positively well kind of like structured story. I loved it. It was so good. So if you haven't seen it, it's on... Um, Where can the, they watch it in America, though? Can it's they, on the iPlayer. They are releasing it on, I think it's PBS, maybe. PBS or is it BBC America? Oh, they the, it on, the BBC, yeah, BBC America that might be on there soon. Well, I know that his Dark Materials that's on the BBC is airing on HBO. Are they going to do that with it? I don't know. Okay, um, well, well you, but, have, you have a look up on that. We're, we're going to transition here to movies. Before we do that, I did want to touch on one thing with you. Because if you have followed us for any length of time, even just a little bit, you will know that we have all kinds of love for Zachary Levi. Isn't that right, Trash Panda? We do. We love Zach. He's just an amazing individual, an amazing guy, a human that just makes this world better. And I always kind of stalk him on Instagram a little bit. And uh, he just recently posted this. And this, again, touches back on mental health and a lot of the things that many of us are dealing with. Trash Panda and I have both dealt and are dealing with certain things. And we have you know friends that uh, really struggle in different ways. But... But here's something that he said. He said, my whole life, I've struggled with stress, anxiety, and depression. It wasn't until I went to therapy that I even began to understand what these things were, where they come from, and that I could be healed from them. If you struggle with them, you can be healed too. Mental illness affects everyone on this planet in one way or another. The more we all talk about it, the more we all heal. And the more we all heal, the more we are capable and will be of loving ourselves and loving one another. He's just a sage because he understands things that us mortal people don't. And I consider myself a mortal person and and him to be sage worthy. Come on. Zachary Levi is worthy of that because this is a drum that he bangs nonstop. Yeah. And I would like him to keep banging it because he's doing a lot of good. And, and, And when you actually read his feed and see people's comments, you get a lot of people that are helped and are touched in some way by what he's saying. And, and what do you think, what do you think then the best thing people can do that are struggling trash? Um, I mean, there's there's several things you can do. I mean, talking about it is number one, and that's paramount. If you're not talking to somebody, you're keeping it dark, you're not going to get any help. Absolutely. So you need to talk to somebody. And then look at what's out there. There are trained counsellors. There are apps like uh, the app that uh, one of the Chat companies we're in. Chat Now. Free app. There is somebody on there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There are lots of somebody's and on there. It's not yeah. just one person answering all no, of you. No, there's not. <laughs> but they do anonymous chats. You've got somebody, even if you feel like you can't talk to somebody, you know about it, you can use that. Go and see a counsellor. You know, th- there's so many options. You can message us, for goodness sakes. We don't mind. I know, but the, bi- the biggest thing is... talk to people. Yeah, the biggest thing is you, you've got to take that first step and, and do something about it, and that something has to be talking about it because yeah. that's where it starts, uh, and it goes from there. So thank you, Zachary Levi, for that reminder today. Uh, and since he's a, a movie star, doesn't do a lot of TV, well, he does some TV, but because he's a movie star in my mind, and uh, he's, he's always Flynn Rider... He did Chuck a long time ago, but but since then it's been all movies because he's Zach Levi and that's what he does because he's awesome. Um, (laughs) I was trying to find a transition into movies here and that was a horribly painful one. I just want to say is that um, the War of the Worlds uh, BBC version is, as far as I can tell, it's not being released in the States. Really? So you're missing out. Okay. You're not seeing what it should be. No, I'm, I'm sure it has to make its way over there at some point, somehow. I'm sure it will, but not all the time do those things appear on um, 
on like the uh, PBS or on um, the Amazon, oh, not Amazon, uh, BBC America. We don't always see those things on there. And actually, BBC America in America is pretty bad. And that's true. Even with Sherlock, when that was on the air, I think it was six months later sometimes. The first few seasons were, were six months to a year, I think. Season one, it was aired much later in America than it actually came out yeah. over here. As far as I can tell, it, it's not planning to be out in America at all. There's no, I mean, BBC America is a bit of, I'm sorry, it's a bit of a joke. I mean, apart from keeping up appearances, reruns, it doesn't really do a lot of new <laughs> shows. I mean, I don't think we even watched Sherlock on there. I think that was a PBS. Really? Uh, yeah. I don't think it's on there. I mean, any decent show, you're going to find it on PBS. You're not going to find it on BBC America. It just doesn't have it. Wow. So unless you're into old, annoying comedy, you're not going to get it. Okay. So sorry. Um, I think you'll be waiting a little bit longer or you might be able to buy it on iTunes, obviously. All right, well, well, in lieu of a clever uh, transition here, a segue, I'm just going to go right into movies, though, and I'm going to give you four options here for where we can launch into movies. Uh, you can choose from the world of Star Wars, DC, Marvel, or Todd McFarlane at an independent with his wonderful creation, Spawn. Okay, we'll do Star Wars because I've got some Star Wars news. Star Wars, I do as well, and th this one is amazing. This one right here, it made me laugh. So, Mr. John Boyega. Oh, you stole story he did oh come Suck. on john boyega has his script sold on ebay um <laughs> he gets drunk with his friends he parties the night before but that's not the and he forgets the story it's not the whole story but you know what it's still all the important parts no, he, he got drunk not. he got hung over he forgot his script okay, left it no. up to be stolen so he is moving apartments <laughs> he's packed everything up apart um, and the parent i guess the bed's staying there from what i'm reading he put the script under the bed so that nobody be able to find it. Well, a lot of the, a lot of the apartments they rent are furnished. They're yeah. fully furnished apartments. So the bed, the the script is under the bed, and his friends come over, and I'm guessing to help him move. I mean, the guy's probably quite rich at this point, so why doesn't there a moving company? I don't know. Anyway, he gets partying with them, goes to sleep, wakes up the next morning, takes the stuff out, and then forgets the script. And then cleaning person. Finds the script and, and thinks, oh, I shouldn't read this. I should now go and sell it on eBay where it sells for the princely sum of $65. $65. Now, you have to, you have to, you have to imagine this person had no clue what they had. Because if they did, it, it would have... The only reason it probably it, sold for $65 is because nobody would believe well, that nobody knew what that it was. would happen. And the person that bought it was actually a Disney employee whose job is to scour the internet and find things like this when they pop up. And I got to tell you, he must have been surprised when he saw a Rise of Skywalker script appearing on eBay and then uh, was able to get it for $65. Dude, I would not sell that thing on eBay. You know, you, you think you think Tom Holland... We give Tom Holland a lot of crap, right? Because of, of the, the leak machine that he is. He, he can't walk outside and go to the bathroom without leaking something, right? No pun intended. Um, <laughs> the guy just gives it away. And so, so now Boyega leaving a full no, script. give me the script. I will read it and then I will happily blackmail Disney. Dude, you are bringing, Sky, you're bringing the Star Wars celebration back over here. You are then going to also bring Disney Plus over here and take it away from all the Americans. Well, just put it over here. a little here. harsh. Just take it away from the Americans. It's They've like, had it for a month already. They're done. Let us have it, and then they can have it in March. Well, you know, I agree in that you have to hold Disney and, to task, right? And, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, there's a something. few other things, okay, like, you well, know, yeah. get rid of Spider-Man. So if you find it, I'm not, yeah, I'm not putting that on eBay. I'm calling Disney. Hey, Disney, 
you're not going to believe what I have. And here's where I found it under John Boyega's bed. So this has got to be legit. Oh, if you don't think so, why don't I just start posting pages online? Right. So, I mean, you can definitely hold Disney to task. Not that I'm saying you should blackmail anybody. <laughs> no, we're not we are above that here. <laughs> blackmail, but seeing as Disney has shunned us over here in Britain. So I would expect a finder's fee then. Lots of lovely things there would that be I would like to fee. demand from them for them to have the script back. So I don't leak part of the script. Or, or just accidentally. Oh, the, oh no, the, the, I took a picture of that. Oh, oh and it's online. Oh, I was so, I was so clumsy Did of I me. Did I put that on Twitter? So clum- oh, I Snapchatted Sorry. it, so it's gone. And I it's can't. on Instagram. Oh, no. I no. did not put it on the front page of the Daily Mail. I did not do that. Well, apparently back in the filming of the original trilogy, Lucas was so paranoid and he knew that some of his cast members had loose lips, apparently. Because they were all high. Well, and British. No, like Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill were apparently as high as a kite. Those weren't the ones he was worried about, though. Apparently, so what what he did was, so his little plan was a lot of times people wouldn't get the script until the day of the filming, right? But before that, he, but he, but he would even give out fake scripts. And especially to the people that he knew had these loose lips and would share, he gave them fake scripts. And even in one occasion, that actor, he said, a nice English gentleman is how he described this actor apparently sat down, gave an interview, and, and spilled the entirety of the fake script. The entirety of it. Uh, and, and luckily, though, this was something fake that Lucas put out there, so it wasn't going to ruin the film in any way. Uh, but and the, the, he never named the actor, though, so we don't know who it was. A lot of people have speculated it was David Prowse, since David Prowse famously blabbed that Luke Skywalker and Vader were related, and that's his father. Um, uh, as... as um as lovely, lovely Anna Kendrick says in Pitch Perfect, his name is Darth Vader. Vader in German means father. Vata. Vada. Father. <laughs> Still, it was a large cinematic. I mean, that, that's a secret. You can't let something like that out there. And, and no. well, David Prowse. So that's pe- what people assume it was. And there was this rift apparently between Prowse and Lucasfilm ever uh, after like kind of that Prowse. early seven, or late 70s. Yeah, I know, but... Boyega is going to fall right into that now. I mean, it's... it's he's not going to be getting scripts. Well, he's probably not going to be in any more Star Wars movies. Not going to be getting so. yep, or getting scripts. So there you go. So Holland Bad and Boyega. Boyega. Bad Boyega. Uh, again, though, he's got he's to have a few more gaffes before I put him in the Tom Holland uh, category because that boy, again, shot collar, you know, anytime he's in public, he just needs that shot collar with Kevin Feige with the button, right? So he can just zap him and then there's Holland convulsing and peeing on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. All right, of your remaining three categories, where are we going next? What? Well, why do we only have to do your movie news? Are you I assuming can go to you? I have no, there's no more. movie it's news? It's fine, but I've got mine, and then you can go to yours. Would you like to do yours Just first? Just go and do your next one. I'm not picking one. You're not picking one? Um, th- th- this one is more just internet gold. It's it's not really that much of a story uh, other than Tom Hiddleston's audition tape from when he auditioned for Thor has been made public. Yeah, I saw it. Did you see that? He yeah. wasn't he wasn't actually going into audition for Loki. He actually got pretty cut and ripped and worked out for this role. Gave it a shot. Yeah, he went and, for Thor. Uh, and went for Thor, not Loki. But yet when they walked in, they all saw this is going to be our Loki. Now, I, I guess all of the producers and directors, they were wanting fresh faces. They didn't want people that were attached to any other franchise that were known for any other roles, even though all of the actors worked in other things. And, and so he was one of those fresh faces that they liked. They just didn't like him for Thor, but watching the audition. Now, he, can you he goes, imagine Hiddleston blonde though? Because all the Asgardian like gods are always seen as like 
blonde. He doesn't look. I've got a picture. He doesn't look terrible. Now he's got the flowing he blonde hair. Doesn't look great. So there, there's the. No, I the... saw it. He doesn't look great. It looks a little bit off. What? I mean, Chris Hemsworth looks good with blonde hair, but yeah, Hillston. I don't think he looks good with blonde hair. Oh no, trust me. He's he's better. He's, he's dark, better. He's a he, dark man, and he needs that darkness, and that's why Loki works so much. Definitely better, better as, the, as the brunette. But but uh, yeah, we'll have a link to this if you haven't seen it yet. It, it's just a fun watch. He does go all out though. I mean, it's not like it, it's it's not oh, bad. No, it's well done. But still, it, it's funny. You know, it's kind of funny to look at what he's doing for this role. And and uh, do you notice how the all hammer. the Asgardians are British as well? Just the way they talk. Even though, like, Chris Hemsworth is Australian, he does Thor with a British accent, even though they're all supposed to be Norwegian. Yeah. Even Anthony Hopkins talks with a British accent. That's Because Anthony Hopkins uh, is I'm British. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Sir. Yes, sir. He's a sir. He is. Um, and then Todd McFarland... Uh, he vows to get Spawn reboot made with or without studio backing. He's really going all in on this. He's got he's got plenty of connections, plenty of money. I mean, his toy lines have been around forever. He, he's a multi multi millionaire. He he could do this. The and I think he actually even has uh, Jamie Foxx is already attached as uh, as the the lead character, um, Al Simons Simmons Simons. Um, and then Jeremy Renner uh, as Detective Twitch Williams, who kind of helps in that fight against evil. So you've got two great stars already attached to it. He's like, you know, what? I'm going to make this and then go to Hollywood with what I've made. But he's he's trying to figure out which way he has to go, because going to a studio, you've got money. He's been shot down a couple times already. And so he's really trying to feel this out and see which way to go. But for those that are fans of the Spawn franchise, just know McFarlane, he is going in regardless one way or another. He's going to make his movie made. Mm. And now the one Thing apparently get his movie made get his movie made not make his movie make made. his movie made he's gonna make it made come on he's making it he's making it made um the, the one apparently the reason why studios have been hesitant is that he wants it to be a superhero movie but a very hard r a horror movie that happens to have a superhero element in it because you know i mean you're going to the pits of hell it's not going to be a pretty place i'm sure he really wants to play that up he wants to plot probably play up the demonic side of the, the torment that the spawn character would be going through i mean the comics are dark and, and he really wants to carry that into the movies and that's what's been scaring studios away yeah but they are but you, you look at R-rated superhero movies have done well. We have one in Deadpool and it's done pretty well, though. But that yeah, has but the comedic. Wolverine. Was that R? Old Man Logan was. Oh, yeah. Old Man Logan was. And it was an R. Did well. It wasn't. Yeah, but it's. But it's not getting into the horror. characters. Wait, when are we getting that new Mutants one? Is that pushed back no, again? No, it is. It's bit, no, it's, it's next year. Hasn't it been delayed over a year already? Yeah, it was because of the uh, Fox Disney uh, merger. Oh, okay, it was they probably put pushed back, the dates. And now they've put it because back. Because that's an R, isn't it? It should be. It's a hard R horror type. And so it'd be mm. interesting. Again, that, that's what I like about the superhero genre is that the superhero part is becoming like a subgenre. You, you need to look up the British translation for R because a lot of the Brits aren't going to understand what you mean by R. It's kind the, of like 15 and 18 um, somewhere on yeah, there. Yeah, so the. The ratings in America goes G, which is general audiences. Like everybody. Which is everyone. Yeah. Then you do have PG and then PG-13. Um, and then you have from PG-13, you go straight to R, which is restricted. And then there's unrated, which means it is so horrific in whichever way it cannot be having a rating. So therefore is not okay for movie theaters. Yeah. Okay. Play so that out. That's, that's what they are because... 
Brits only understanding U, PG, 12, 15, 18. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. My last thing in movies, uh, just, just is this kind of a funny take on, on Henry Cavill. And now I said DC, I'm just saying that because Henry Cavill uh, plays Superman. But, but he was talking about in a recent interview about how he lost out the role of James Bond to Daniel Craig. He went in, he was asked to come in for it. Uh, and when he went in there, he goes in, it's apparently a shirtless scene. And the director kind of stops him and says, looking a little chubby there, Henry, aren't you? And now this is before Henry just chiseled out for Superman. And so maybe maybe this director is kind of what pushed and, and, and Cavill actually said, I'm glad somebody said this because I needed a poke in the right direction to take to take myself and my craft more seriously. And and maybe that was the this kind of kick in the butt that he needed to to rock himself for superman i don't know but i mean it's kind of funny to hear somebody call henry cavill chubby because i've never that's never been a term i would have associated with with cavill yeah, but if you put if you go back to like um oh uh the uh, count of monte cristo, cristo. But he was a kid then he's like a it, teenager he is a kid and he was a teenager but i mean he wasn't what i'd call fat or anything else it was more the fact that if if you are reasonably healthy and you are um, you know, you eat reasonable. It doesn't mean you're going to have washboard apps. No. You have to super work out if you want those washboard apps. And he has, I mean, he wasn't doing that. He wasn't, uh, you know, bad looking, take your shirt off. But the James Bond character and a lot of those action stars, you expect the six pack with the pecs and all of that, you know, hardness and the muscle. And Daniel Craig really got cut for that. The very defined musculature. So I, I still think Cavill would make a brilliant Bond. He would have made a good Bond. Did you know he was also up for the role of Twilight? Uh, Rob Pattinson beat him out for Edward Cullen in Twilight. Can you imagine oh, Cavill? Made such a better <laughs> Edward. My gosh. What is wrong with you? Yeah. My goodness. I know. And, and the one oh. other, but, but he's, he's now Geralt now in The Witcher. And I'm really excited to see that. Yeah. And, did you hear Pattinson's uh, comment, though? He, he's uh, And I, I don't think he'll have a problem. He said, I really hope Batman doesn't turn into the crazy fandom that Twilight was. And I'm going to I'm gonna comfort him and say, you know what? I don't think you're going to have that problem. You're not going to have screaming tweens and teenage girls coming after you over your role as Batman. That's I not, think that's you're not probably going to get a lot of Twilight fans going to see Batman just because it's Pattinson. Yeah, but he's, he's it, it's not going to be that fan. And that's actually why he stepped away Did from the major see? roles. But that's the thing. This is what really bugs me. Did you ever see that? You did see the second Twilight movie. New yeah, Moon. I saw all of them. He took his shirt off. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to vomit. I mean, that guy. Uh, pasty white boy. Uh, well, he's a vampire. He's going to be white. You know, yeah, you gotta... but it wasn't just that. I mean, it was just weird skinny. It was like, uh, put your shirt back on. Put your shirt back on. He's gotten older. He's added some muscle. He's got some bulk for no, Batman now. Yeah, he's lost City of Z, but yeah. it was just, it's still, I, I don't see the appeal. I mean, I like Twilight. Give me a break. I love those books. No, I do, to me, Pattinson's a good looking I, I'm dude. Gonna, I'm going to link this. Well, actually, I've got two there. Um, the, speaking of Bond, the teaser drop for the actual trailer That's for funny. no time to die <laughs> yeah there's a teaser saying it's coming out wednesday there's a trailer for the trailer yeah that, i mean it's getting ridiculous <laughs> now isn't it but the no time to die which will be the last outing for craig daniels no daniel craig daniel craig i was thinking craig david and i'm like no that's not right <laughs> um actually this one looks like it's actually going back to what Bond is fun for me because it's just, I mean, 
I didn't like some of those Pierce Bronze and Bonds. They were just too far out well, there. Well, the first wacky, one was the best. Weird. Gold yeah, Man, right? Because it was, it was the most grounded, and but then it got weird. It just got strange, and it got too far out of my comfort zone, at least. Um, but, and I've got to say, I think these last ones have as well. Quantum of Solace and not, and not that they've gone too futuristic, just, just, just they haven't been good stories. just been like, eh. And I don't even know, I don't remember what the last one was. Quantum of Solace. No, that was it? the other one. Oh, yeah. But what's the last one? Was it Skyfall? It was the other one with the bone guy. Oh, I can't even remember the name of that one. Yeah, Spectre. Spectre. So, no, but this Casino one Royale, actually yeah. looks like it might be a, a better return to what Bond should be. So I'm hoping. So back to Casino Royale for Daniel yeah. Craig, because that was my favorite one. I yeah. loved Casino Royale. Oh, that was good. That was that was very Bond. I liked that kind of Bond. Well, but that was the one that was actually based on a, a Fleming book, where the yeah. rest of them have been kind of their own yeah. thing now, right? So that's why I think it was probably good, yeah. is that Ian Fleming wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a there's a teaser trailer on there. You can watch it. It is actually a teaser trailer for the trailer, which is ridiculous. But the little bit of footage we do see is actually pretty Looks impressive. Cool. So it's cool. And then going on off of Twilight, Christian Stewart, the woman who cannot act. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I took my daughter to see Charlie's Angels, fully knowing I'm going to point this out that it was going to be terrible. And I wasn't disappointed. Yeah, but your daughter loved it. She did. Well, she Bless just, her she just likes socks. she just likes seeing women doing kick butt stuff, and, and so that's what Charlie's Angels is: is, is girls doing kick butt stuff. Mm, yeah, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to spoil it for me. It's fine. I'm. Uh, uh yeah. I got. Uh, I don't even know where to begin because it wasn't. I like a bad movie. I think bad movies really are, are fun to watch. They're entertaining. This was slightly too good to be bad. But definitely bad enough not to be good. So it, <laughs> it didn't, it, it like skirted this line where it didn't fall into B-movie where you couldn't think, oh no, this is really terrible. But it's really funny. Like Sharknado. Sharknado is great because it's completely stupid. And that's what the, the, the original Charlie's Angels movies with Drew Barrymore, it was so over the top and so far above what was actually real. That's what made them fun. They, it was almost like a cartoon version. Yeah. And they hearken to this. I mean, they've got pictures of, like, those Charlie's Angels movies inside of, like, the, the Townsend agency. Okay. So they're obviously saying, oh, yeah, we're the new version of, you know, the Char the Cameron Diaz, blah, 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 Townsend Agency. Okay. So then they decide that Patrick Stewart is now going to be uh, Bosley. So they take out I the face of, what's his name from, Go Bill Murray, and replace it with Patrick Stewart. Which you're like, why? Because Bosley's now a title, not a person, because oh. he was the original Bosley. And then I've got to say, there was one moment when Christian Stewart actually said something that made me laugh out loud, and I cannot remember for the life of me what it was. It was that forgettable. But what really sealed it for me, and I think you're all going to agree for me, this is what makes it a truly horrific movie. At the end, Christian Stewart punched Patrick Stewart in the face. You can't do that. You can't punch Why? Patrick. Yeah, you can't punch Patrick. No! Oh, poor shame. Do you know what? I was like, I don't care if you've... And I'm I, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert here. If you don't want to hear and you actually want to see this movie, stop listening now. 
but I don't care he's a bad guy. You don't punch Patrick Stewart in the face. Never. Ever. Ever. Bad girl. I don't care that's their theme too. No. <laughs> Absolutely no. Oh, my goodness. It was like, uh, why? Why did you do that? It's okay. Oh, my goodness. It, yeah, no. It's not worth the price of admission. Price of admission. Don't go. Wait for the 99 cent we iTunes went rentals. The night it opened, and if there were 15 seats in the cinema taken up, I'd, I think that's being generous. I mean, that sh- tells you everything. And you knew that going absolutely. in. That was I your did. Fault. I absolutely knew it was going to be terrible. And I thought, is this going to be funny because it is that terrible? And the and the trailer made it look as if, yeah, it's going to be a terrible movie, but it's going to be entertaining. So what what did it have on Rotten Tomatoes when you went and watched it? I don't know. Because the, the lowest rated movie, and I, and I went to one as well. I don't enjoy pain, but I still, it was my birthday. Uh, it was when the new Fantastic Four was released. And I was gonna go watch it because it was a it was a Marvel-y Fox movie on my birthday. Let's go watch this, and it had a four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's the by far and away the lowest reviewed movie I've ever gone and seen. Uh, can, can yours top that four percent, or well, not top? I guess um, come underneath that four percent. The 4%. new Charlie's Angels on IMDb at the moment it's got a four point zero, but I mean. <laughs> If you actually listen the 4. to... The 4.0 on IMDb is really bad, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Another worthless reboot. Awful. Oh, wow. They can do that. Uh, BMA summarized this movie. Uh, one out of ten. Granny Panties makes a bad movie. It's horrible. Reviews are correct. Didn't know this was an agenda movie. More man-hating bilge. Well, here you got a 53%. Cure for insomnia. Wow. I liked that one. Uh, why? Nobody asked for this. How is Christian still getting acting jobs? I agree there. As a woman, I'm embarrassed. Please don't waste your money on the theatre. Huge flop, get woke, go broke. <laughs> Fail jokes, big waste of big name, flat story, zero chemistry, not enjoyable. All right, we, we've bashed Charlie's Failure Angels enough. We have, bashed, we have bashed Charlie's Angels enough. I know, it, ne- it needs to go further than that because it was that terrible of a movie that you just can't even but enjoy. But again, it. you knew going in, that's your fault. You, yeah. you enjoy pain. That's, I'm sorry. No, I don't enjoy pain. I enjoy being entertained. You went to a bad movie. You get what you paid for. Bad movie. I didn't pay for the ticket. It was oh, a yeah. free ticket. I paid for it. You, no, you didn't. It was a free ticket. Otherwise, it wouldn't have gone. <laughs> right. Well, last thing on my list is kind of one of those random bits of news, whereas Overwatch has their own trading cards. Uh, Blizzard and Upper Deck entered a multi-year deal, and so if you are in the Overwatch um, eSports League, uh, you will have a trading card with your likeness. I don't know what kind of stats they're going to put, how, how they're going to do like accuracy or... Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of in-game stats. Same with any you know PvP type shooter you can put on there. Um, but it, it's gonna, yeah, they're coming out with that. Um, I mean, with, with esports is on, on on such a rise right now. I mean, it's climbing and climbing. There's universities in the states that have esports programs. It's really going to be the, the next wave of entertainment. You're going to have more and more of this, and especially with this younger generation coming up, that they're saturated with it. But I don't think I'd ever want. I don't know. I mean, I. I collected about every sports card you can imagine growing up and just a trading card of a guy that plays video games, though, is never, I don't know. I mean, it's, 
And I'm sure kids will like it because, hey, this is the people they watch and they love. It's, it's like Dan TDM. You see these YouTubers that they really follow and they think are amazing. So, I mean, I guess like it's, it's still a piece of memorabilia, but I, I don't know. Not yeah. my thing. Yeah, not my cup of tea. Yeah. And that's all I got, though. Yeah. That's all I got. We've only got like a, a week or so left on this season of destiny 2 though right uh yeah the new we have a week from tomorrow so the season of the dawn is coming season of the dawn is coming and i'm really hoping the dawning festival is coming back and we can bake some cookies i love making cookies on destiny it's so much fun Yeah, you got to get all these different ingredients and bake things and you get, pri- you, well, not prizes, but you can earn and unlock certain so much weapons fun. and things. And then and you get to power up your say. You get a little sleigh that like shoots glimmer But every year it's people. different. So that was just one year. So you I might know, get a glimmer, but last year's is so cute sparrow. and I loved it. Well, don't you and still I, have it? I do. So then you should be, if, if they do the same thing, you can pull it out and it'll spit like gems out of its butt again. So I know. It's, it's fine. So much fun. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm sure you do. I just, I, I love the fact that destiny does these i mean i'm not a big halloween fan but i actually liked the um what do they call it the haunted forest which one not the haunted for whatever the season's called it's the they call it the what's the festival called festival mm. of the dead or something like that i don't or know the lost festival of the lost uh because one of my new sparrow is a broomstick that was and actually really cool so it looks like fun. you're flying like playing quidditch i mean yeah. it, it's, it's pretty amusing it is <laughs> so cute and uh, <laughs> you know i'm like i say not into halloween at all but i absolutely had to have this awesome broomstick as my sparrow and i'm i've got the murder of the crow the murder of crows um Trans man effect. Yeah, trans man effect. So it looks like I like appear out of this like loads of crows flying. It's brilliant. Every time she dies, she comes back that way. So she sees it quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's why she wanted to get it because she had to watch this this you know animation over and over again. So she picked one she liked, you know, and now she gets to watch it a lot. Guess who's not playing tonight? Oh, no. Somebody's going to be having their <laughs> wires cut with a pair of scissors. Oh, look what the cat did. Now, one of the things, though, that the more and more I listen to people that had left Destiny have come back, they're really saying this is the time to get back into it. There, There's a lot of really awesome stuff to get into. Now, this first season of Shadowkeep was a little bit light, but if you're coming back into it, there is a ton of stuff you could be doing. And it just it really has taken a step up and in, in, uh, with with Bungie having control over their own destiny, they're doing things a little bit differently. So we're going to we're going to see how this year goes and hopefully have a, a really good time. Whereas uh, the first season, while again, a little bit light in places, it, w- it was well done. It was really good. And we had a really fun time with it. Mm. But, you know, that's all for us, I think. Yeah, I think we are are done here now. It's been a pleasure, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, my, my call out is always the same guys. Don't forget to be awesome because you are. So, so that's it. And be unique. Don't be a penguin. Don't look to everybody else. Be the person that God created you to be because you are awesome. Hey, Trash Bandit, how can they get a hold of us if they want to get a hold of us? You can get a hold of us at The Geek UG on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Wait, all three of them have the same thing? That's amazing. At The Geek UG. Uh, We'd love to hear from you guys. Have a great night. Again, don't forget to be awesome. And be unique and The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.